America's reduction and shifting alliances were, of course, two of the dominant themes in the Middle East and North Africa in 2019. I'm Ruz Ali Join me as in this episode, we'll be looking at some of the year's most important developments in the Middle East region and North Africa region and what it means for 2020. So let's begin. Let's start with this question. What was the most important development this year in the Middle East region? Well, I know Middle East is full of drama, full of geopolitical conflict, but I think the attack on Aramco's facilities in eastern Saudi Arabia was the region's most important event or consequential event for 2019. Think about it. Iran, in a way, leveraged the Yemen war to attack Saudi Arabia's biggest oil processing facility, one that handles, by the way, roughly around 5% of the global production. Iran's, in a way, leadership exposed the vulnerability of Saudi's assets, the weakness of its defense, and the United States' new reluctance to intervene to uphold any security guarantees with the Arab Gulf countries. The United States has grown averse in a way to foreign interventions. Think about it. President Trump has embraced this spirit of his campaign promise to get the United States or America out of conflicts and wars, particularly in the region. But let's travel to Riyadh. While the leadership in Riyadh quickly absorbed the attacks and refocused on the future, Aramco's facilities were quickly repaired and the kingdom went forward with a record-breaking initial public offering or IPO for the company on the local stock exchange. But the Saudi Arabia's geopolitical strategy also changed. Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, or NBS, is now focused on de-escalating conflict. Think about it. He's attempting to end the war in Yemen, resolving the Gulf dispute with Qatar, and even lowering tension with Iran. Across the board, Saudi Arabia is now moderating. Yes, moderating. And its leadership is focusing on easing tension to attract more foreign investments. So, let's ask this question. What was the most overlooked issue in the region in 2019? I think by far it was the Libyan conflict, yes, which has entered a new phase since April or early spring of 2019. It is offering us a view on the most important dynamics in the Middle Eastern politics. Think about it. Khalifa Haftar, the leader of the self-styled Libyan National Army, has laid siege to Tripoli, the capital of Libya, and the United Nations-backed Government of National Accord, or GNA, by the way, with soft approval of uh, much of the international community that brought it to power in the first place. Yes, this is a cold war between two camps of opposing regional powers that is now playing out in Libya. On the one hand, we have the United Arab Emirates, Egypt, and Saudi Arabia that are backing Haftar, who, by the way, says he aims to rid Tripoli of this, in a way, group of Muslim Brotherhood-affiliated militia that he says is controlling GNA. On the other hand, we have Turkey and Qatar, uh, which are supporting GNA militias fighting Haftar. Think about it. Other powers, such as Russia, have also placed bets on strongman Haftar, and also Europeans are in a way ready to cut a deal with any power that can secure the Libyan borders to reduce the flow of migrants across the Mediterranean. 
Whether Haftar fails or succeeds in Tripoli will determine his credibility as a leader and the country's stability and have, uh, in a way, fallout for oil prices for years to come. Let's end our 2019 with this question. What is the most important trend to keep an eye on in 2020 when we're looking at the Middle East region and North Africa? I think Russia and China. Yes, Russia and China will try to expand their relationships with different countries across the region, capitalizing on what they see as a lack of United States engagement. Think about it. Many Arab countries, meanwhile, are looking for Russia and China for investments, as uh, shown by major deals signed between Russia and the Gulf companies and Chinese investments in North Afri- uh, African countries, such as Egypt and Morocco. China views the Middle East, or I should say West Asia, as part of this broader strategy for its Belt and Road Initiative. Russia, on the other hand, is using the, uh, uh, using the foothold it created in Syria to expand its political and economic influence in the region. It has positioned itself as a credible mediator for regional conflicts. Arabs believe that neither China nor Russia are likely to impose the same level of political preconditions to military and economic cooperation that their U.S. ally has done in the past. At the same time, the United States has in a way demonstrated it is reluctant to invest further in the region, at least under Trump administration, beyond what it has already done, and in some areas is actually seeking to scale back its investment. We'll be watching MENA region for 2020. Happy New Year.